Good morning. This is another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and accept responsibility. Um, I just finished some um, time with the Lord and uh, actually reading in John chapter 6. I've been uh, rereading through the Gospel of John. I read through it at the beginning of the year and used a devotional by Levi Lesko on the Bible app. Been really good. I'm actually using it again kind of just to get me back in the Gospel of John. Part, I think I've mentioned this maybe in a recent episode, but um, a lot of our friends have encouraged us to watch The Chosen. Um, and um, actually some friends sent us, some good friends from Kansas sent us the DVDs. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have a DVD player anymore, and my computer got updated, so I don't, I've got a MacBook Air, so I don't have a DVD player anymore. Uh, but but I've been download the app and I've been watching it, and... Um, and it just um, has struck me, kind of going back through John, just of some of the challenges and just the, I, I love the way the the writers and the actors are portraying the disciples as men that, and men and women, not just the apostles, but the disciples are men and women that, you know, had real lives, that had real questions, real doubts, real struggles, um, didn't always get it right. Um, and it Today, I, I, I want to transition, and, and I may have shared this passage before, but I would say one of the kind of key passages in my life, and this happened, gosh, over 30 years ago. I think I've shared the event, but just um, where I was in a time of, I would say, a really crisis, stressed out um, with our four children and leading a ministry at the University of Kansas, and and um, the Lord, in a, just a time of despair in my life where I really was struggling with just living out being a godly husband, a godly father, not feeling very godly at all, and just a, a struggle with that. And um, just it was a time where I really had to hear a word from God, and the passage the Lord led me to was in 1 Peter 5, it might be a couple of these verses may be really familiar to you, but it's 1 Peter 5, 6 through 11. I'm going to read it out of the numeric and standard, and then I want to just talk about these ideas, this idea of trials and how trials and even temptations can really refine us as men. But it's the passage reads, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you at the proper time, casting all of your anxiety upon him because he cares for you. Be of sober spirit, be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls about like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour, but resist him firm in your faith, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren in the world. And after you've suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be dominion and glory forever and ever. I, you know, there are a lot of different things maybe I've shared, again, shared parts of this passage before, but today I want to just talk about this idea that, you know, we're called to be of sober spirit because we have an adversary, you know, the adversary is the enemy, Satan, and he seeks to devour us. Um, and and so when we face temptations and, and that, you know, we will be tempted, we will face temptations, that is part of the reality, and we will go through trials, and um, I, I don't, you know, other scriptures say God doesn't tempt anyone, so temptations don't come from God, they come from the enemy, but I think trials are often created by God to to test our faith, to see 
will we really hold true to what we say we believe? Will we live it out? And and so, you know, one of the things I think that um, a mindset, and Levi Lesko talks about this actually in his devotion with John 6, he says, trials aren't meant to bash us, but to build us. And I think so often when I face a trial, I just feel the resistance, I feel the push, I feel the immediate, my immediate response is how to get out of the trial, how to, how to not, you know, let the trial own me or let the trial define my life. And I, you know, there's probably some good in that. But ultimately, I think the key is that a trial in its essence is there to cause me to cling to and to run to the Lord for his wisdom, his direction, his perspective, his grace, his mercy, his truth. And so I just want to challenge you that as you face trials, and they do happen every day, and as you face temptations, you know, the the key here that Peter talks about is, um, you know, be firm in your faith, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren in the world. And after you've suffered for a little while, the God who called you, the God of grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Whether it's a temptation or trial, and again, those are very different things. Temptations come from the enemy. Trials, I think, come from God. Um, I, I could be a little off on that, but I think, I'm, I think I'm on good ground. Regardless of what I face, my first move, and I've talked about this recently, needs to be to run to Jesus and to rely upon the Holy Spirit for His wisdom, His grace, His power, His strength, to go to God's Word for perspective. And, and I think at times to seek godly counsel, to seek wise counsel. Am I seeing this correctly? Do you see any, you know, I, I would go to one of my core friends uh, or I, and go to Emily and say, hey, I'm facing this. I think this is what God is calling me to in the midst of this difficulty and do you think I'm missing anything? And even to cry out to God, God, help me see this and help me not see this as negative resistance and a negative obstacle that I just have to grunt and push through, but as a place where I can really cry out to God for his help, his mercy, his grace, his strength, like I said. And so as you face trials, as you face temptations today, see those as a springboard to running you to the Lord, running you to His grace and mercy. And this event in my life that was over 30 years ago really was a defining moment where I think it was a, a re-surrendering moment, which actually I think is a daily, ongoing, throughout the day kind of thing, but it was a re-surrendering my life to orient myself around the gospel, the forgiveness and the righteousness of Christ, and orient myself around the Lordship of Christ. So as you face trials, as you face temptations, um, I mean, simplistically, what I'm saying is run to Jesus. You know, go to him. And let him be the one who strengthens. I love the way Peter ends this, that he will perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. And that, you know, that's a promise. <laughs> that as I run to him, as I cling to him, uh, as I go to the one who called me um, um, to eternal glory, that he's the one that will do the work in me. It's not me struggling and coming through it, you know, stronger because it didn't kill me and it made me stronger. You know, that's an interesting statement, but but that the strength isn't my strength. The strength is that I found strength in him. Anyway, that's my thought for today. Hope that encourages you and helps you.